everybody, welcome back to the Hello Goddess podcast. I am your host, Mandy Diagra Grace, a recently graduated naturopath. And today we have a special guest. Her name is Tara Prater. She is a faith-based integrative health practitioner from Kentucky. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. Um, we met online. So amazing that you can connect with like-minded individuals, you know, all over the globe. Me, I'm from Canada. She's from the U.S. And, uh, you know, and we clicked and I liked our conversation. We did like a little talk before and I was like, you're the right fit for for this show. So thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here and to be able just to share about you know, all the things that I've gone through, but then coming out on the other side, um, using that as a platform to help women to get stronger and to feel better and to heal and all of the things. Um, Like you said, I am Tara Prater. I'm an integrative health practitioner. I do coach faith-based programming for women. Um, And just a little bit about my journey. Um, I have um, just a history of trauma. We have history of marital issues in my, you know, in my marriage, Um, you know, all the normal ups and downs of regular, you know, womanhood, as you could, as you can imagine. And all of that, you know, kind of culminated into issues with emotional eating, um, turning to food instead of um, God for my strength and for my comfort and things like that. Um, and then also in 2020, um, you know, when the world was shutting down and everybody thought, you know, who knows what was going to happen next, um, the stress, um, not only just the stress of that, but also my daughter had a lot of health issues. She was very, very sick, had a lot of surgeries. And then just me, you know, burning the candle at both ends, you know, trying to work several jobs and things like that, trying to get the coaching business up and running. I developed prediabetes and insulin resistance, which was a hormone-based issue for me. Um, And I just knew that women, of course, around the world, I wasn't the only one that was dealing with those issues. And how could I bring my history, my testimony, and then my education into programming for women Um, And so I did that. I created two programs that coach women through emotional eating in a faith-based approach. Um, And then also one that really dives deep into looking at your hormone cycle. And of course, each woman is very individual. How can we use nutrition? How can we use exercise and all of these other lifestyle changes to really make an impact and and help them to rebalance their hormones and just to feel and look their best as they get older. Because we don't have to take the, you know, the lump that, oh, you're in menopause and this is just what you've been served. I don't believe that. Um, so I, I'm excited to, you know, continue coaching women in the, in the future. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think it's so amazing that as human beings, we can use our hardships, our struggles, and transform that into something powerful and into a beautiful story. And then, you know, even help other people that are going through similar things. Um, so props to you for doing all of that. That's an amazing, um, wow, that's an amazing accomplishment. And I love that you're working with women. I personally only work with women as well. So we have a lot in common. 
And uh, the naturopathy and integrative health practitioner are very similar in the sense that um, we really look at the lifestyle. And it's something that people are becoming more and more aware of how powerful changing your lifestyle can be uh, when it comes to your diet and the way you, you exercise and your sleep and all these things that are you think they're basic, but really they aren't. They are so powerful and they change your health completely. 100%. And that's um, when I was diagnosed with prediabetes and insulin resistance. Not that my nutrition and my exercise were perfect, but I knew at my heart that those were not the issues that were causing my, you know, new diagnosis. Um, and when my doctor told me, I said, I know exactly it's stress mm. and it's sleeping. And um, I don't think she really knew what to do about that. She really probably didn't believe me because the first thing she wanted to do was give me a prescription of metformin. Um, yeah. you know, and I tried it, but it was literally like Tic Tacs for me. It did nothing. It didn't even cause any of the side effects that she thought it would. And mm -hmm. I told her, I said, it's, it's not the cause of my issues. Like I have to make some serious lifestyle changes. Um, mm -hmm. And I really, not that food didn't impact, but I really had to work on, you know, setting healthy boundaries and learning to say no to things. Um, at the time I was probably working, oh my goodness, I was probably working four jobs, one full-time and then three kind of part-time PRN type jobs. And people would say for years, you know, Tara, how do you do it all? Tara, how yeah. do you do it all? You know, and, and God finally said, you can't do it all. You, That's you know, right. this, this is the breaking point. Um, and I think it really did take that serious health issue. Um, and I'm an occupational therapist by trade, my full-time job. And so I've seen the ramifications of, you know, people not listening to their bodies and taking their health seriously, you know, what all the mm -hmm. diabetes and heart issues and things like that does. Um and I was never a good sleeper, never, you know, slept good. So I really had to get serious about that and really implement some strict bedtime routines and guidelines and things like that. Um, but it works. It, it's amazing how our bodies are truly created to heal if we'll listen to them, you know, and yeah. if just like you said, get back to the basics of what our bodies are meant to do, you know, and, and I was just fighting it tooth and nail until, <laughs> you know, God said enough's enough, Tara, you know, it's time to get serious. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And I think people, when they get into health, they kind of just see it as the exercise and nutrition aspect of it, but there's so much more there. The, there's the spiritual, the emotional, you know, all of these different things that do affect your health. And stress is one of the worst ones that we're dealing with. Like we're always in fight or flight mm -hmm. and we're not able to heal our bodies because we're not permitting ourselves to get into a state of relaxation. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. And do you find that people are struggling with emotional eating more these days or um, what's, uh, your, what's your perspective on that? I think people are becoming more aware of it. I think... And, and it could be, I, th I think a lot of it, you know, our, our, our foods that we eat just are so unhealthy. I mean, especially in America, there's so many toxins and things that they allow into our foods. Um, I do think times are tough. And I think people that have the tendency to go to food are going to food more. I think it's an acceptable drug that people use, you know, of course, you, you know, you think about alcohol and, and, 
drug drugs, you know, um, are not so acceptable, but nobody talks about going out to eat and just eating all you can or, you know, anything like that. Um, it's, I think it's something that's not that it's easy to hide because you typically usually see it on the outside if you are. Um, but like I said, it's acceptable and it's probably something, a drug that is cheaper because you can get all these cheap, yucky, you know, processed foods that are going to give you that really quick dopamine hit. But again, and I was just talking to somebody last week about this, that it keeps you in such a vicious cycle because you seek the food to get that quick high, that quick dopamine hit. Then you experience the shame and the doubt and the embarrassment and all of that. And then, so what do you do? You go back to the food and it's just this vicious circle. Um, You know, scientists have proven that sugar and the processed foods that we are eating are more addictive than cocaine because we get with sugar, we get the very same high every single time. Where if you do like a street drug, typically that first high is the highest you'll ever get. You're always then seeking that, but you never do get that. Sugar is not that way. Sugar is every single time you intake it, you get that very same high. And so it just keeps you coming back, you know, time and time again. Um, and I've learned, I just don't like feeling out of control. Now I'm not going to say that I'm perfect because I still have episodes where I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, Satan lures me into food or, you know, again, to get that shame level going, um, especially as a health coach, you know, well, look at you, you know, you, there you did, you slipped up. Well, I'm no different than anybody, you know, and what better testimony as to, I still struggle with it from time to time. You know, I still have to go back to my programming and say, okay, Tara, why did you do this? What was the trigger? You know, that's something that I coach my women in is, you know, we go through like, what is your specific self, self, blah, 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 self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors that Satan uses on you to take you back to food every single time? And so everybody's different. Some people are those all or none thoughts, you know, well, I screwed up today. I'm just going to wait till you know, Monday, which Monday never comes. Um, you know, for me, it was a lot of the self-worth that, um, you know, well, you screwed up, you're not worthy, you know, go eat a cupcake, whatever, you know, it's just this vicious circle. And so then mm-hmm. we learn what is that specific thing that keeps you coming back? And then, okay, what are the tools that God gives us to overcome? And then one of the things that has been very powerful for me, and I still use it to this day, even in, um, I still deal with fight emotional spending because, you know, you can't just have one addiction. You got to have several, (laughs) Um, but I do, you know, same thing. You put yourself in your Amazon cart to get that dopamine hit because you think, oh, I'm getting this, you know, and then you've got the shame and everything. Um, But it's taking your thoughts captive. You know, when you have that trigger or when you have that emotion or you're around something, you know, what is that thought that comes to you? And really, where is it coming from? Is it coming from truth? Or is it coming from lies that someone or something is telling you? And when you can start to really tell the difference is when you really start to begin taking control um, over something that is that can be very out of control. I, I dealt with an eating disorder that really I struggled with every single meal of every day for, for many, many months. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, long story short, I think it's something that I do think people are becoming more aware of it. And I think, um, too, 
just the environment, the world that we live in, I think people are seeking that because it is such a cheap drug per se. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it's for me 100%. Yeah. And, you know, you said truth and lies. And I say also like love and fear, you know, mm -hmm. like what kind of energy are you focusing on? And faith can be a big part of that as well. Um, but for sure, like, I think a lot of people are experiencing that cycle and are exper experiencing a lot of shame and hiding that, you know, mm -hmm. trying to not show that they're struggling and maybe they feel kind of powerless because they don't know where to get the help, how to get the help. And, you know, seeing somebody like you who has had the experience, so you really can relate to it. And also you have the education to be able to help them. Um, and look, sometimes it, the hardest part is actually looking at yourself and looking at where that comes from. Like sure. what, what happened? Like, why do you feel the need to numb yourself with, food um like you said just another type of drug and then work through that and sometimes like faith can be a big part of that believing in something bigger than yourself can can really support you through that as well yeah i was talking um to a lady last week and so much of it you know we try to keep things hidden you know and and Again, it's that whole shame game. But if you can bring things out into light, if you can have an accountability partner, that's one thing I did um, really in the depths of my emotional eating disorder was I told a coworker that was very aware and she was, you know, right there with me every day, you know, and so that helped me be accountable. Um, I told family members because I knew at holiday dinners, like I would need somebody to help me be accountable, um, you know, in those moments. And I think when we can bring it into light, it takes it away from the darkness that can then just really feed whatever we're going through, you know, and um, the same thing, you know, with my hormone issues, I mm -hmm. had to really talk about, like, these are the issues with my family, because it, it was a lot of creating healthy boundaries. And my husband wasn't always super excited, because I had to ask him and, and really require him to, you know, step up and help and things like that, because I was just drowning, whether it was mm -hmm. work, the housework or kids or, you know, and so, you know, giving responsibility to people that, you know, I'm just one of those people that does it myself. It's quicker. It's yeah. faster. I can get it done, you know, where mm -hmm. you have to then rely on somebody else, which can be very stressful. And it, that can be a vicious cycle <laughs> to heal long-term. You know, I had to start saying no and explaining to people why I was saying no. It wasn't just because I didn't want to go to that event or help in that event or something like yeah. I had to like this is for health reasons for me you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think when like you said when you share your story and when you're open about it you can use that to help other people you know and that helps me to see the good in it you know where decades and decades I mean I can remember emotional eating when I was tiny going to a babysitter you know mm -hmm. so I mean this is decades and decades of, of things that I've done that way um and I think bringing that awareness even to around my daughters, you know, it can bring them awareness. Oh, you know, I probably did learn that from mom mm -hmm. and now I'm aware of it and I don't want to have to go through the issues that she did. So it's, it's time we all break the chain 
of, you know, issues that are, that are going on and, and, and stop the generational curse is kind of what I call it, you know, because it really, really is. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And it's something that can be passed on. Like you said, like you see your parents do something and to, to you, that's normal. So you do it, then it goes on and on, but you can definitely break that pattern at any moment. And, um, the work that you do and people like you are helping, you know, break that pattern for other people as well. That is my prayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a beautiful intention and a beautiful mission. So I'm very, very happy for you. But yeah, and and what you said earlier about you know having somebody that you can share your your struggle and your shame that really like touched me because I think that shame in the presence of someone else cannot exist anymore. You know, when you really open up your heart and you say like this is what I'm struggling with. It can be a friend, but it can also be a practitioner, a health practitioner. Oh, I've done, I've done years and years of therapy. So I've done, you know, I've done talk therapy. I've done EMDR therapy, which was absolutely fantastic. I've used, you know, friends to hold me accountable. I've told family members, um, you know, and I think one of the things that when I've shared my story with other people, I think because I am a health coach, a lot of times women are like, oh gosh, you really look like you had it together. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm like, no, like there's a lot of chaos going on under here. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing is because, you know, you can look like everything's okay and really not be. And oh my goodness, the health problems and the things that just come from that are devastating and and nobody ever knows and nobody can help you. And I have a dear friend that's in a different state from me, but we're kind of like, prayer warriors. And and if I'm having, because I deal with anxiety as well, if I am being very anxious and I just can't seem to break whatever's going on, you know, just reaching out to her and being like, you know, please pray for me. I don't know what's going on or, you know, but just having that person that you can go to and, and share with, um, can bring you a lot of strength. Cause like you said, it, it brings it out to darkness. It's no longer holding you in these chains that really, Satan desires to hold you in, you know, you're breaking mm-hmm. that and you're breaking free and you're saying no more, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. live by these standards. Um, you know, it's not who I am. It's not the life that I want to lead. Um, mm-hmm. and so much freedom and healing comes from just that step there. Absolutely. 100%. And it's taking your power back and saying like, no, no, like, this is me. This is my health. Uh, super important. You can't do anything without your body, you know, in this, uh, you know, this world. So super important. And like you said, sometimes it's like, especially when you you, you have so many beautiful values, you want to be able to always give, give, give. But at a certain point, you have to set boundaries because then you just, you can't pour from an empty cup, basically. So for yeah. your health, it's, you know, filling your cup first and whatever overflows can go towards other people um and that is you know for mental health but also for physical health as well um so i want to know a bit more about your program for um hormonal balancing because a lot of people are talking like i see a lot of health coaches on tiktok instagram talking about like take this supplement or do this and and i want to know like from your perspective, what do you think is the issue and how do we solve it generally? All right. Well, every woman is so very different. And I continue to learn about this probably on a daily basis. Just for my own story, I cannot stress enough 
knowing your hormone levels. I'm shocked at the number of women that have no idea what levels they have. And, and the thing is, is like, if, if you have insurance and you can have it tested, I really recommend having them tested every six months because they can change widely. And that just recently happened to me. Um, I had my labs drawn last summer. Everything was pretty good, little low, but it was all within the normal range and everything like that. Um, have gone through just some life changes and things like that. And probably some stress that I really didn't realize that was impacting me because I, I felt like I was managing it pretty good. Um, just had my labs drawn again. My estrogen is super, super high. Progesterone is low. So, I mean, it can swing so fast and so furious that you really have to stay on top of the game. So I think that's one of the things is that, and I, I know when I go for like my yearly exam, my doctors don't even mention having my labs ran. And I'm like, nope. It never even dawned on me because I guess I do it through my family physician. She does a really good job of it. But you would think that they would at least mention that. Like, are you yeah. doing or want to see them? They don't even ask to see them or what were they? It <laughs> my mind. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's a huge problem because if you don't know, you can't really fix it. You can't change because you've got to know what that is. So I think that's one of the biggest things I would say. Um lifestyle is huge. Um, I, and for me, like I said, the stress, I think I was live, I'm living in kind of a little bit of fight or flight, probably, although my cortisol was pretty, um, you know, on target. But um, I think even just the day to day, if we are not doing specific things every single day, if we can to really reduce stress levels, um, mm -hmm. I, I teach my clients, it's kind of like a three legged stool. Every single day, if you can do five minutes in the morning, five minutes, say around lunchtime or early afternoon, and then five minutes in the evening of specific, whatever that is for you. Some people, it might be deep breathing, meditating, listening to soft music. It might be taking a walk, you know, so it's, it's very specific to what you are, but that's going to help you get out of that fight or flight and kind of stay out of that fight or flight, which as you know, it starts at the cellular level. I mean, it starts in your brain and it trickles down to every cell we have um, doing damage and wreaking havoc and stuff. So super, super important for stress relief. Um, I think it's on the rise. People are becoming more aware of toxicities. Um, you know, they literally are, are called hormone disruptors and women do not know this. You know, I think it's a big reason why we're seeing young girls go through puberty in elementary school um, because mm. toxins are in our foods. They're in the products that we use on our body, you know, in the air. They're everywhere, you know, and it doesn't have to be a, uh, a very expensive switch, but looking for, um, you know, products that are toxin free that aren't cancer causing and things like that. On average, a woman who isn't aware of any of this really comes into contact with almost 200 toxic chemicals before she even leaves her home in the morning. And that's mm -hmm. mind blowing. You know, mm -hmm. it, it can pass from us ladies that have kids. It passes through the umbilical cords to our baby. So we're already oh. causing issues, you know, 
in utero and things like that. And so I think just the earlier we can begin to be aware of toxins, um, that's something I spend a week on all of these topics in my Mm -hmm. hormone program, because it is so very important. What are Mm -hmm. they? Where are they? How can you safely and effectively reduce them in your body? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think those two things are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I think more people are finding that they're not sleeping. And again, that was a huge issue for me. Um, You know, I have a lot of people that, oh, I'm just a natural night owl. My mom even's like, oh, I'm up till midnight or one. I'm like, that's not normal. Like God created us to go to bed when the sun goes down. Now here in Kentucky, that would be 530. And we know that that's, (laughs) can't do that these days. But Really, women should be going to bed between 8.30 and 10 at night. That's when your cortisol is the lowest. That's when your melatonin is ramping up. And so if you are a night owl, I really recommend, okay, let's let's pull that back 15 minutes in increments, okay? let's. If you go to bed at midnight every night, let's work on 11.45. If we've mm-hmm. got that, let's mm-hmm. go to 11.30 until you're getting closer to that 10 o'clock time. And um, your body does so many things at night to heal. You know, you're mm-hmm. meant to in this rest posture. And if you're only getting four to five hours of sleep that are probably not good sleep, you know, your, your body again continues to stay in that fight or flight. So I, I think because as women, you know, we're doing more, you know, a lot of us are working outside the homes and, you know, maybe we're staying home, but my goodness, that's, that's a huge responsibility and a lot of work and a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Um that busyness mentality. I've got to stay busy. You know, some of us wear that. I used to wear it on a badge, you know, oh, look at all the activities I've got my kids yeah. in I'm volunteer for this. I'm in this club. I'm, you know, this or that. And it really is a killer. It truly mm-hmm. is a killer. Um, and probably, probably stress, busyness, toxins, sleep, I think are probably yeah. honestly the biggest factors that people don't even know about that are causing this hormone imbalance. Because we're getting younger and younger. We're seeing women, you know, I have a client right now that just had labs drawn and her, her labs are now postmenopausal level wow. and 35. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so we're looking at yeah. that. Okay. You know, you know, some of it's gut health, you know, we're going to work on repairing her gut because that, you know, helps heal everything. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's very individualized, but I do think a lot of it is stress, sleeping, toxins, all of those lifestyle medicine type things that, you know, the, the typical physician doesn't even think about. Absolutely. Yes. And a lot of it is also prevention, which is not something Mm -hmm. that you know, modern medicine is really all about. It's more about, you know, reacting to uh, whatever you're experiencing, which sometimes it's like your your disease has progressed to a point where you're showing really intense symptoms. Then, yes. you know, it's better to, to catch it early on and to have, you know, that um, health hygiene that you can work on, uh, sleep, like you said. And I really like your approach of taking things slow with your clients because if you try to change everything all at once, it's not going to be sustainable for them. Absolutely. Um, if you have, yeah. I really started that specifically with the women that deal with emotional eating because if I was to throw at them, you've got to exercise, you've got to do this for your yeah. nutrition all while you're trying to figure out what your triggers are and how to overcome them, you know, yeah they'd throw in the towel. There'd be no way. Um, 
So yeah, I, I really recommend, although even in my hormone, like we go week by week on a different topic. Um, you know, I had a lady started a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I really just want you to focus on nutrition. We're not even going to worry about exercise. We're going to talk about it because that's in the programming, but I don't even want you to have to stress about doing the exercises, anything like that. Let's just work on your hormone foods that are going to help build your hormones. Um, so I really tried, especially if they sign up for like a six month coaching package or something, we can really customize the programming to fit their needs, you know, and mm -hmm. we can trickle in the hormone stuff while we're doing some emotional eating stuff, just really whatever, you know, specifically the lady needs. But yeah, I think it's very mm -hmm. important to take it slowly, methodically, um, because again, you know, we can get overwhelmed so very easy and just, you know, oh, well, throw up your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So if you're listening, you're watching, tuning in, and you're interested in working with Tara, um, I'm going to put all of her links in the description box below. And, you know, all of her different programs and her coaching and everything is going to be there. I'm sure if you reach out to her that she won't mind answering any questions as well. Um, so before we go, I do have a few questions for you. The first one is, What's your vision? What's your mission in life when it comes to your work? Well, my my mission is to help women through a faith-based approach to really go about their life's purpose, feeling good, you know, looking good. At, you know, what it doesn't have to be a perfect size two or whatever, but whatever their healthiest point is, that is my goal, is that they can then serve their life purpose. Um, feeling good with energy and all the things. Um, my goal kind of in 2024 is to um, not only continue coaching women, but to also provide, I've got a certification program that um, health coaches in, can go through, women that have gone through my programming can go through. Mm -hmm. um, they feel like they've benefited and hopefully they do. You know, they would want to link arms with me and join as a Field by God coach so that then we can broaden our horizons and take this to, you know, the world really is what I feel like God has called me to do because it's bringing freedom to women um, that, again, feel in bondage and things like that. Um mm -hmm. But just just to let women know that you don't have to settle. You don't have to live in pain. You don't have to live in all of these things that have kind of been put upon you that you can take action. They can be small steps that can make huge impacts into your life. Um, and just being able to walk with women and do that is is really my life's mission. Amazing. Beautifully said. And my last question for you is, if you could go back in time and speak to your younger self, uh, what would you say to her? Oh, goodness. You know, the first <laughs> thing to mind is don't do as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't work as much. Don't spend as much. Like mm -hmm. none of that matters in the big picture. Now that I'm a grandma and I look at, yeah. you know, gosh, the hours and the stress that I dealt with as my kids were younger, um, on this end of it, it really doesn't matter. You yeah. know, obviously I want to make sure they had what they needed and we had a, a comfortable lifestyle, but, um, 
the stress of it all. And I really, I talk to women about that. You know, I think it's great. We do need women that are going to rise, you know, and do some things and, and big things and stuff like that. But if it's causing you so much stress on the other end that you can't live and enjoy life in a healthy lifestyle, it's not worth it. And so that's what I would tell her, like, Tara, take a chill pill, (laughs) go to the beach or go to the lake and just sit there and read a book. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes, that's good advice. Anyone can take this advice. Well, thank you so much, Tara. This was an amazing conversation. I wish we could talk for another 15, 20 minutes. We got to wrap it up. But thank you so much. And uh, where can people find you if they um, are looking for you? Yes. Yeah, so they can head to my website if they want to. It's www.fueledbygodcoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Instagram underscore Tara Prater, T-A-R-A-P-R-A-T-E-R. Um, and then I'm on Facebook as well. It's actually under Holistic Health with Tara on Facebook. Um, but yeah, on my website, if you go to the contact me button, you can actually email me and, um, you know, just put in the subject line something big like, you know, want to talk to you or want to work with you or whatever, because you know how you get a thousand emails and, you know, things get lost along the way, but um, keep emailing me until I, you know, I see it. So, but I would love to help anyone, you know, overcome emotional eating, deal with hormone issues in a more holistic way um, and just learn to take their health back because they can. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Shara. Thank you so much for everybody listening, tuning in. I'm so grateful to have you as a guest today, Tara. You're amazing. Love your energy. You have a very beautiful, uh, loving, light energy that I love. And so, again, thank you so much for the work that you're doing for women all over over the world. (laughs) All right. um, So, everybody, I'll see you guys next week. Sending you all of the love and the light. Bye.